MTFW is a production of Roundpeg. This is Lorraine Ball, and today, Kathy Kane Blank of CC Marketing and Communications is back for a second conversation. Hello, Kathy. Hello, Lorraine. Kathy, the last time you were on, we talked about some great LinkedIn basics, which I think is a wonderful starter for anybody who's really looking to get more out of their LinkedIn profile and, and really out of the time that they're spending on LinkedIn. And there will be a link to that in the show notes. But today, we're going to cover some more advanced LinkedIn topics. Sounds good to me. What you have on, when we were talking about the show, you really talked about this idea of repurposing content. Why don't you explain a little bit about what's involved with that? Well, first of all, let me just say that a lot of companies that use an email platform, and let's give Constant Contact as an example, they are one of the industry leaders out there, aren't aware that there is a pretty straightforward way to take your email campaign and share it in its entirety with your connections on social media. And we're talking right now about LinkedIn, but you can share it on Twitter as well as Facebook. The problem though is that it's just like dumping a book in somebody's lap and saying, read this, it's terrific. And there are better ways to make use of the message that you put together in your email campaign to court people over the course of several posts and several weeks in the course of a month until they get another email from you. And of course, have access to other marketing activities that you have in place. How do you do that? You Maybe you've written a blog post, it's good content. How do you kind of break it up and tease it out there so that people are continually seeing stuff from you, but they're not going, oh, I've already seen that. Oh, I've already seen that. Well, it's a combination of lifting a portion of your email campaign, for instance. Maybe it's a few lines. Maybe it's a short paragraph. It may be finding a stock image that goes with that short paragraph that wasn't used in your email. And it's deciding that this post is going to be scheduled to appear two days after the email. And then you take a different section of the email, a slightly different message, and rework that a little bit. And you basically take your finished email campaign and you break it up in sections to share over time. The way I look at it is some people look at email every day, some people look at LinkedIn every day, some do both, some do somewhere in the middle. So you're always gonna have people who don't look at your email campaigns, but maybe those are the same people who love looking at their newsfeed on LinkedIn, and they're more inclined to get your messages on LinkedIn, in which case they probably would rather see a short little burst a short little piece of content and, and then see another one from you a week later and the week after that. You don't have to overdo it. You don't have to post five times a week. Is that ideal? Of course. But the typical small business doesn't have the resource to set up a full-blown campaign along those lines. But you know, that's a really good strategy because what you can do is sort of do it all at once. If you're smart, you can create your newsletter and while you've got it open create those three or four status updates schedule them out and you can either use if you're using a tool like constant contact you can schedule the updates that way you can also go to hootsuite and schedule them there or buffer there's lots of tools but the idea there is you get it all done at once and then you don't have to think about it for a week or two weeks or however long it is between email newsletters. 
Yes, there is a wonderful efficiency to making use of a social management scheduling tool. We use Buffer, that was one of the ones you just mentioned, and the process is, it's easy once you get used to it, and you have your calendar, and you know what you need and when, and the consistency lends itself to connecting with some of those people that you otherwise might not be able to reach by email or even by personal email or phone sometimes. You hit on it earlier. Different people are going to pay attention at different times and to different things. And sometimes we've even done where I'm literally sharing a link to the same article, but I change the just the graphic. And I'm always interested to see between two graphics which one did better and and try to figure out why and you know sometimes we do the same message but we do it at two different times of day and look at well do we get more interaction if we share our content Monday afternoon or Saturday morning and right and let me also mention in terms of images sometimes companies think well we don't have images we don't have a photographer we don't have the ability to take pictures that relate to what we do you know what stock images stock source sites are really affordable today one of the ones that we use regularly is called 123rf.com 123r is in robert f is in frank.com it can be one or two dollars for an image i think it's about two dollars per image given LinkedIn's requirements or recommendations, I should say, for an image that's accompanied by a post. But you can buy these images in packs of 40. You can also take a stock image and doctor it up a bit so that it's branded in your colors and or a little bit of text and rotate them as recurring images. So it doesn't have to be a really expensive endeavor to build your presence on LinkedIn. Absolutely. And one of my favorite tricks, because I, I also run into a lot of business owners who don't feel like they are graphic designers and don't have the software to edit photos, you can take an image and insert it into PowerPoint, and that's probably the easiest, and you make it full size, and that's one of the easiest programs to overlay a little bit of text, and then just hit Save as JPEG, and that image will save exactly the right size to display properly on LinkedIn. Well, I'll tell you another trick too. In Constant Contacts Editor, for those of you who are Constant Contact users, you have the ability to size and scale your image Now, and crop it. And granted, you have to have a large enough image to work with or if you take one that's too small and you blow it up, of course, it'll look grainy and awful. But you can even use that as an easy fix where you upload your image, size it, scale it, and then just download the copy of it so that it's the right size that LinkedIn wants for its post. Oh, that's a great idea, too. I just thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Brilliance on the fly. Yeah, okay, I'll hold you to that comment. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, <laughs> do you have one more tip for our audience? Sure. I, we've been running into this a lot lately where a LinkedIn user is determined to help themselves stand out by coming up with what they feel is a very clever, playful, intriguing title. The problem with that is your title is meant to be a searchable, searchable element. So if you dedicate the 120 characters that you're allowed for your title to something like 
most creative person in our industry, that's not a specific idea, but you know what I mean, it isn't necessarily going to help you. It might be helpful if the people who already know you are coming to look at your profile, but I don't know about you, every week I learn that there are different people looking at my profile, people I don't know as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to have a searchable title that is professional, speaks to what you do, so they can more easily find you in the LinkedIn world out there. Whatever playful title you give yourself, just work it into the summary. Let people get a sense of your approach and philosophy and personality that way. Don't do it in the title space. Absolutely. I I saw one chief unicorn wrangler. Okay, I get it. It's really cute. But I have no idea what you do. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. That's an odd one. Yeah. Well, Kathy, once again, this has just been a terrific conversation. I want to thank you for dropping by again. Um, Sure. If people want to catch up with you, where can they find you? They can call me at 847-926-7990. I'm here in the Chicago area on Central Time. They can reach out to me on LinkedIn. They can visit our website at ccmarketing-communications.com or just send me an email to Kathy C, and that's C-A-T-H-Y-C, at ccmarketing-communications.com. Awesome. Kathy, thanks again for joining us. Glad to do it. Glad to be here. If you enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to know more about marketing and social media, be sure to stop by our blog at roundpeg.biz. And look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.